0: Welcome to another episode of Candy Girl. I'm your host, Shelby, and today we have a very special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure.
1: Um, my name is Ivy. I guess I'm another version of a candy girl. Um, like our usual sugar baby, I also do sex work, but instead I am an exotic dancer.
0: Yeah, so what's really exciting about this episode is Ivy and I have been friends for a while and we kind of, we stopped talking to each other for a little bit, you know, friends grow apart. But we recently reconnected and she let me know that she was an exotic dancer and she would be happy to be on the show. So we're so excited to have you today. Thanks,
1: I'm really excited. I love the podcast. I listen every week. So that would be fun
0: so we've only actually had one exotic dancer and that was the last episode and she didn't really talk that much about that she talked more about or she had a boyfriend who was threatening to expose her for all of her past sex work so you're kind of our first exotic dancer which is really exciting so why don't you tell us a little bit about like you as a person so me as a
1: person I'm 21 and I live on New York. Right now I'm getting my master's degree in um, wine, and um, so I'm going to become a uh, sommelier and work with vineyards and have them learn how to grow grapes correctly and more efficiently, and I specialize in Californian and upstate New York wine.
0: Wow, that's really cool. (laughs) What made you want to get into wine?
1: It's delicious, Um, but... (laughs) They mostly, it was really interesting. I took one class on it and just kind of fell in love, and so I decided I wanted to make a major out of it.
0: That's really cool. Thank you. So, um, explain to me what exotic dancing is.
1: So, it, it kind of varies for a lot of people, and I think that there's a lot of things that fall under the umbrella of an exotic dancer. I know people count, like, for a black show, of exotic dancing. Um, some of my drag queen friends count what they do is exotic dancing. So it does vary kind of person to person. For me, exotic dancing is any kind of dancing that arouses somebody in a sexual way. So what I do is commonly referred to as stripping where I work I dance on the stage and I dance two songs and then during the songs uh, I take clothes off during them. But don't like have sex with anybody. It's nothing like that. Strictly just dancing,
0: and how did you get into that?
1: Um, honestly, my school schedule was so crazy that I just needed a job really bad, and I was in school for fifty hours every week, and it was kind of hard to find work that you know was overnight. And so I ran into um, an old friend who actually works at the club that I work at now, and she got me the job that I got, and um, it was just so nice. I work four days a week and can make. Anywhere from fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred dollars in a week. It's working four days, so it's a really nice job to have.
0: Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. What? So, what are some of the like pros and cons of stripping? I guess.
1: Um, some of the pros that it definitely helps with body confidence. So before I started, I was like really self conscious. I wouldn't go to the beach and. Then, you know, wear bathing suits in front of people. I never wanted anyone to ever see me. Like, I did not engage in sex at all. Like, no one would see me naked. Like, I was so embarrassed about how I looked. i always wear long sleeves and jeans, even in the summertime. And after I started this job, I, like, really realized that nobody cares. Nobody cares how you look at all. Like, you know, we have girls that range from, you know, 100 pounds to, uh, I think, our heaviest girl is at 350, and... She makes just as much money as anyone else, and no one cares how you look. There's always going to be someone who finds you super sexy. So that's, like, a really nice prose it like, gives you so much body confidence. So it's also really fun to um, I dance, which people think is, like, going to be really hard, but it's not. You get to dance and talk about yourself for a living, which is, like, I feel like everyone's dream. I, I, everyone should want to do that. It's amazing. But um, some cons are definitely that. I get slut shamed for it a lot people think like oh you know you must go and have sex with people in the back room or like you're doing people like you know fallatio and that doesn't happen in strip clubs as much as people think that it would as much as tv wants you to think that it happens it really doesn't our balancers don't allow that the managers if you really like see it they'll fire you right then and there so it, you know it's not as risque as people think um but that's definitely the biggest con, I think, is getting slut shamed when people ask, like, what I do for a living. I do find myself lying about it sometimes. I'm like, oh, I, I, I you know, I dance. And that's about all I'll say. I don't usually tell people I'm an exotic dancer just
0: because I do get slut shamed a lot. I Yeah, sex work is still something that, for some reason, men are allowed to enjoy, but women aren't, so... I guess I yeah, understand that, what you mean.
1: so sad to me that well, you know if I'm like oh on cancer, they're like oh so you're a whore no I'm not like I I have had two sexual partners my entire life and one of them I'm like, marrying so like it's never like I was never you know, sleeping around never did anything like that I don't do anything sexual with people other than dance near them so it's like especially if not dancing people think like oh you have to be a slut to do it and that's definitely not the
0: yeah, also, there's nothing wrong with being a slut if you are. Be a slut, no, do whatever I mean, you I mean, want.
1: Girls that go home with guys every night, and they get paid money to do that, and that's their prerogative. and let me tell you, they are driving these nights of cars, they have flawless apartments, so if you do that, hats off to you. Like, that is, like, you know, good for you, girl. Like, own it.
0: <laughs> so you did mention a minute ago that you're getting married soon, You're so yeah, you're engaged, how does your partner feel about you being an exotic dancer?
1: My partner, he actually loves it. He thinks it's great because I come home from work and, yeah, there's definitely things I come home and I'm like, oh my gosh, this sucks and I quit and I hate my job. But most of the days I come home, I come home and it's like, hey, I just made $250 going to, you know, dance and talk about myself or hey, I just made $1,000 doing this and it's Something that, you know, makes a lot of money for both of us so we can enjoy that and, you know, have fun and do what we want. But it's also, he loves it because for me, it helps to me embrace how I look so much that I can, like, go out with him in public and wear something sexy and feel good about myself and not, like, cry in the bathroom, like I used to. And, you know, I used to, you know, complain and, like, pinch my stomach and be like, I'm so sad and I hate it. And he's like, no, you're not. Like, you're beautiful. And this really helped embrace it, so he does love it. He thinks that it's great, that there's something out there that can make me feel good about myself. Like, I think that people out there in relationships that also do sex work, you just need to have a lot of trust that, you know, your partner's not doing anything wrong, and that's what I have with my now fiancé. He completely trusts that I'm not doing anything, but keeping on hand, use it as a job and not as something that people think, like, like, I would be doing, like, I'm not having sex, I'm not doing anything like that. That's not cheating, he understands that. He gets the
0: difference. That's, it's so nice to have a partner that's supportive in all the things you do. I'm so happy for you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. He is truly the most wonderful man I've ever met in my entire life. Like, from day one, he's just been so supportive and wonderful with everything. Like, I couldn't ask for a better person.
0: Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> Um, I, I am kind of curious, what's like a typical night for you? Like, start to finish, what what's your schedule like?
1: So, start to finish, my hours, you kind of, depends on the club, but for all of the girls that I work with, we kind of pick our hours, so if we go to our boss, uh, his name is Joe, he's great, you go, these are the hours I want to work, is that okay? He'll usually tweak them a little bit, but you usually basically get what you ask for, so for me right now, um, on the days that I do work, I roll into work at about seven at night because that's when I finish all my classes and stuff for my master's degree. And so I roll into work about seven. Um, from seven to seven forty-five or eight, I'm getting ready. So I'm you know putting on my outfit and my hair and my getting a wig on or makeup or whatever I'm doing for that night, whatever look I want to go for. And then I'm from seven forty-five or eight to About two, three in the morning, I'm in a rotation with all the other girls. So if there's four girls working at night, which is for weekdays, that's pretty typical. For weekends, it's usually more like eight or ten girls. But for the weeknights, it's usually like four or five of us at work. And who go up and do two songs. So when you do your songs, that's when you do your, like, main dancing. Um, it's not actually when we make most of our money, a lot of people think that that is, but for every two songs that I do, I probably only make, like, $12. Wow.
0: <laughs>
1: when you're on stage, they tip you when you're, like, talking to them. Yeah, so, um, during your song, how my club works, again, it's different for every club, but for how I work, what they do is your first song, you're in your lingerie outfit, so it's, like, know corset tights or whatever it might be for me it's um a bra panties and a garter that goes from the mid stomach all the way down to my thighs and it connects and for your first song you wear your full outfit and dance You can be on the pole if you want to you don't have to i typically like to use the pole for the first song and not the second and then when the second song starts you have to take off whatever top you're using If so you're using like a corset top or like you know, some girls use, like, the white t-shirt kind of look, and, like, that's kind of fun. You have to take it off to the second song, so you're completely topless, And then you do your second song, and you dance, and you come off the stage. Once you're off the stage, that's when it's, like, full work mode, and, like, you sit down at the counter, and you're talking to the people around you, and you're, you know, flirting with people, and that's when you try to get them to buy a dance or go into the bathroom with you. So when you're... Um, learning without your i will buy you like a drink or something like I never have to you know buy water to the night which I don't actually drink any alcohol even though I am 21 people always think like oh you must get so drunk at work no none of the girls I know drink anything at work because it's too exhausting to be drunk and trying to dance like you're just not going to do well so, like we all drink like water or like a tea or something someone will buy me a drink and if um, I find someone that likes me then they'll say like hey can I get a dance at the club I work at, every single dance is twenty five dollars. They have to do twenty five dollars just to take you over to where you can get a dance, and we dance for that. It's an armless chair, and you get to do whatever you want, however you want to dance. That's how you do it, and they tip you during it. So during a typical dance, they would make about forty five dollars. Damn. So for every yeah, for every last dance they do, it's almost it's almost a hundred dollars that you make for every single one. It's about sixty to 16 to 150 is what you can make in a dance. That's where you're making, like,
0: all your money
1: for the night through those dances. If someone decides to take you into a private room, they get, instead of just one song, they get um, 30 minutes with you, which is really fun because, like, private room is really crazy and, like, anything goes. Like, if you, like, do, you know, some of the girls that do fellatio or whatever in that room, that's where they go to do it. But I've had people take me into the private room and be like, I want to play, like, a game of, like, poker with you, like, strip poker. And, like, that's all we've done for half an hour. And they paid me $200 to just play strip poker. I had some guy take me into the private room and be like, all I want you to do is just eat a steak in front of me. So I got to play a on steak. paid me, like, $500 to do that. <laughs> that's crazy.
0: So, yeah.
1: Anything goes in a private room, which is why I like them. I think that they're the most fun, and that's like why strippers, strippers will try to um, or go yeah, um, will try to push you to get into the private room just because they are way more fun. You got privacy and like being on the floor, to just the two of you. So it's like anything you want, you can do. But like every stripper has different rules, so it's like you kind of got to ask the girl what like you can do in there. But yeah, that's kind of what typical night looks like. And like after like everyone's left, well we like the girls actually like, clean the club. It's like we don't have cleaning crew. like we do that. So they like, clean up and down and then after everything's clean, then we tip out the bouncers. So after the night, ten percent of whatever we make and tips goes to the bouncers and that's their tips for the night. So if I made a hundred dollars they're only getting ten bucks. But they also get paid on the books at like minimum wage.
0: Oh, I see.
1: Yeah, that's the difference. So, like, that way, like, they can make some money. That, that's it. So, after we tip out, then we're free to
0: Wow, that's crazy. So, what time What time does it usually wrap up, then?
1: Um, the club closes at, on weeknights, it closes at 2, and at weekends, it closes at 3. So, it's an hour after, whenever we close, we get to leave. So, if it closes at 2, we're leaving at around 3, and if it closes at 3, we're leaving at around 4 a.m., which is, like... My peeps at diners, they totally know when I'm, like, eating breakfast at 4 a.m. and I'm wearing, like, stockings and heels and a wig. totally know. Like, I just came from a club, and, like, those are, like, the funniest people to go and eat breakfast with. Like, they're always, like, truck drivers and stuff like that, so it's always, like, really funny.
0: That's so cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, you meet a lot of interesting people at 4 a.m. Um, I've met girls from clubs around the area. They'll go to, like, the same diner, and, like, we'll all meet up and, like, talk about our nights, which is, like, really fun. It's just, like... Underground society and a lot of exotic dancers, which is really cool. So I like that. It's my favorite. Every Saturday, um, the girls who work the Saturday night shift, Sunday morning at uh, four and five a.m., we all meet at the same diner and we get to like, talk about our night. It's really cool.
0: Do you get to be close with a lot of the girls that you dance with?
1: Yeah, you get to be really, really close because you're in there getting ready for an hour together. And then if you need a break, that's where you go and take your break. So it's like, I know about all these girls' lives. Some of them are moms. A lot of them are like me. They're students and just trying to put themselves through college. That's like the most common. We have one girl who's been surfing for 12 years. And she's been, she's the detective. And in the past 12 years, on average, she makes about $120,000 a year surfing. She makes so much money that she's like, why would I quit? Like I'm doing great. I'm like, you know what? And she goes by Sherry and so the And I'm like, you know what, Sherry, do you, boo? Like, if you're going to make 120k doing this, like, you would do with something right in life, go for it. Because it's all untapped. So I don't have to pay anything from my salary to the IRS.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, so it's pretty bonkers that just he so makes $120,000, no taxes. She drives a Bentley. She lives like on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Like, she's ballin'. I love her.
0: <laughs> How long have you been dancing for?
1: I've been dancing for about two years now. Wow! Um, I started when I was I think a sophomore in college, and now I'm a junior. But I'm gonna be there for five years. i so it's sold three, two and a half years left before graduate.
0: That's crazy. So I've been there about two years. Last year, I think I made about um, eighty-five thousand dollars,
1: working four
0: nights a week. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, so you can't complain. I'm doing pretty well. Daniel. Is- uh so, so yeah, you've been doing this for a while. Do you have any advice for anyone who's interested in getting into exotic dancing? You fucking do it. Go
1: for it. It's like <laughs> do even think about it. If you're like maybe I should do it for two weeks, and then quit, do it for two years, and then quit, be like Sari, and go for 12 years, Do you, like, it is, it's so much fun, and, like, if it's your first night, I remember my first night, I was really scared, because, like, I said, I was, like, super embarrassed to do anything, and every single girl who worked there was, like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful, like, you look so good, you're going to do amazing, and, like, everyone was so supportive of my first night that, like, I say just go for it, because the girls of the club are going to make you feel so good about yourself, that, like, they're going to get on stage and, like, the girls will be cheering for you in the pit, because they say it's your first night, and so, like, even if the other people, like, the patrons will go easy on you, and, like, you, like, fall or something, so they'll like, oh, it's your first dance, like, we get it, it's okay, and if you, like, you make so much money on your first dance, like, it's a lot of fun, and if you're, like, even considering it, I think you should do it, I think you should really try it once.
0: That's awesome. We love to hear that.
1: <laughs> it's one of the things. Like, just try it once. Like, if you know, you go, you go to the club. It's like, I think I want to do this. And you are like, All right, cool. Like, we'll schedule time. Come on in and try it. And we, if you do it for a night and you're like, This isn't for me, you can walk away. We have girls every week do that. Like, I see a girl come in for one dance and they're like, Oh, this isn't for me, and they leave. And that's perfectly fine. But then we have girls that are, you know, become regulars at our club. I think we have about plenty regular girls that dance at the club um, that be on rotation a lot but like I said everyone kind of takes their schedule so like you never really know who you're working with that night but yeah like there's never drama either like the girls are going to make you feel good and, like I know a lot of people are always like oh I don't want to work in an all-female place but when it comes to sex work like girls like have your back so it's like if you know you want to like the customer comes in and, like, makes you feel comfortable. You tell all your coworkers, and, like, none of them will dance for him. Like, they'll, you know, ostracize him. So, like, it's a good environment. If, like, that's what you're worried about, it definitely uh, They will protect you, for sure.
0: Hell, yes. I love girl power.
1: Yeah. The, also, if you're wanting to get into it, find a club that respects its goals. Because my manager... Um, once a month, he takes all of us out to like a really nice dinner. Because we live in New York, we end up going down to New York City, and we eat at Eleven Madison, which is a Michelin star restaurant. I think it's a three Michelin It's a five New York star restaurant. It's one of the most expensive restaurants. And once a month, he takes all of us there to like thank us for everything we do for him because we make him money. But uh, find Your club that's going to respect you because I've had guys that like I had my own personal rules. It's one of those rules that you can't grab me at any time. So you can't, like, you know, grab my wrist, like, you know, squeeze my butt. Like, I don't allow that because that makes me feel uncomfortable. But you can, you know, correct me. And that's okay. You can, you know, put your hand on my thigh. You can, you know, rub my butt. That's fine. But you, like, you know, you know, get a good squeeze in there. Like, I don't appreciate that. Like, I'm trying to work. You know, like you're interrupting me. So, like, I'll tell a bouncer. And if they continue to do it, a bouncer will throw them out because, our club respects the women who work there.
0: Oh, that's so good to hear.
1: Yeah, so that's definitely something that I would like. I would ask about like with the other girls on your first night. you like, "Hey, how does this club treat you?" Because like you'll hear it from the girls if it they're not treated well, they'll let you know. So, like, find a club that's going to treat you right. Find a club that's going to
0: help you. Well, do you have any like final thoughts to to share with us?
1: Um, I. I I would say my final thought is even if you think that you're not, you know, pretty, do as you think, like, I'm clumsy and that's why I can't do it, I think you should still try it just one time because I never thought I was supermodel pretty until I started working there and then people literally paid me because they thought it was gorgeous. Every girl kind of has the same thought process and saying, like, oh, I'm not good enough, their first time, so, like, if that's what you think, I think you should just go for it. I think that if you know someone who's a exotic dancer, you should support them because we go through a lot of shit. Like, we have so much, like, so many stories to tell that are just awful, awful stories about people being terrible. So, like, don't slut in us, like, we're not having sex with people in the bathroom. Maybe if we are, like, that's our choice. Like, you should accept that and understand that it's our lives and not yours, and that's okay. And if you frequent... Um, any kind of exotic dance, whether it be a drag show, a burlesque club, or a just, you know, one of the no strip clubs like I work at. Ask your dancer that's, like, on you what is okay and not okay to do. Because some girls have rules that would surprise you that, like, hey, it's okay to do this or it's okay to do that. And, like, you're going to have a better time and a more fun experience if you communicate with the dancer. Like, and just treat them like a person, be like, is this okay? Yeah, you're gonna be like, Yeah, that's totally fine. You're gonna have a much better time than if you were to just be like, Oh, they're gonna be okay with this because they're a shipper. No, we're not. So that would be my final thought and only advice I'd give to anybody. But I think that if you're interested, you should definitely do it. I mean, I drive a super nice car, so is my future husband because I paid it for him. I'm going through one of the world's most expensive private schools completely debt
0: free. So That is so cool. (laughs) Awesome, Ivy. Thank you so much for being on this show. This was such an interesting episode because, like, I know absolutely nothing about stripping. And when we had Amelia on here, I knew a little bit about sugaring just from living with her. But this was this was new for me too. So that was really interesting. Yeah, people
1: would be surprised if you find out that someone's doing exotic dancer. Ask some of their craziest story, and it will blow your mind in front of you. But, yeah, it's super fun, and i was so happy to do this because I want everyone to know that it is a really fun job, and it's not scary, and it's super cool, and you can make absolute fucking thanks doing it. And I think everyone should know that. So thank you so much for having me, Shelby. I look forward to hearing you guys podcast. I look forward to hearing from Amelia again, and we'll see you guys later.
0: If you guys want more updates on Candy Girl, you can follow us on Twitter at Candy Girl Pod or Instagram at Candy Girl Podcast. If you're a sex worker who's interested on being in the show or you just have any questions for us or any of our guests, you can email us at Candy Girl Podcast at Outlook.com. And uh, we're looking forward to giving you guys more content really soon.